welcome back to another edition of What Should We Watch with K and E. I'm K. I'm still E. And we are back at the theater again. Well, not the our theater. Our living room. Our living room. Our internal theater. Our home theater. It's not a home theater. Don't don't make it sound way cooler than it is. I wish. I wish too. But we are back to watch another movie, talk about it, and play some games. So are you all ready to hop right in? I'm ready to swing in. Ooh, look at that. Before we do announce our movie this week, we want to thank you all for tuning in. And we want to thank you all for helping us out on social media with answering Mm -hmm. our questions and playing our games. And if you like what you hear today, make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and share it with your friends. But thank you all for all your support. We love you all. All right, Kay, well, it was your pick this week. What are we watching? We are going to sit down and watch another Disney Plus movie that's not on Disney Plus. I know! What are the chances? We have the worst luck with this. I know! We are going to watch Tarzan! Oh! All right, stop, 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 stop. Leave it to Tarzan. You know, it's not actually even him doing that, but we'll come to that in the peanut gallery. But before we sit down and watch it, we want to go ahead and give you all an opportunity to sit down and watch it. So please pause us. And it's not on Disney Plus. You have to find it elsewhere. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Just in case if anybody else wanted to know, that's where we are finding it. And we're gonna sit down and watch Tarzan. So we'll be right back. Mm. All right. Such a good movie. Mm-hmm. But first and foremost, how is this movie rated G? It is intense. I think that's some of the specific categories that they have for this movie. It shows like that it's moderately intense. And moderately it intense? I mean, just the intro is intense. Yeah. Like the silent Disney, it's like there's no Disney like doodle. The Disney theme doesn't come on. It's just like, here we go, folks. Did you see this movie in the theaters when it first came out? I don't think so. So it came out in 1999. So I was like preteen age. And I remember before the movie came out, all the like little vignettes. Mm -hmm. And I think it was on Mulan. They had like a sneak peek on the VHS of Mulan (laughs) where you could see the making of Tarzan. Yeah. And I was super excited about it and stoked. But as soon as this movie started, I remember I was like back in my seat. Like, this is intense. Oh my gosh. When I left the theater, I was so pumped. And you know, one of the main reasons why I was so pumped for this movie? Phil Collins. Because my boy Phil Collins... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love the music from this movie from the very beginning. Oh, We were talking about the movie. This is one of the first Disney movies in a while where the characters don't sing. Yeah, I I mean, there's the stomp scene, which we'll get to. But other than that, like Tarzan and Jane don't break out into song, Mm -hmm. which is good. It would have ruined it. I think fact-wise, they have it down as it... There hasn't been a movie since Bambi that hasn't had large musical numbers. Which, in it. again, how would Bambi have a large music? My mom is dead. <laughs> doesn't work. That'd doesn't work for everyone. Funny song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, it d- certainly doesn't work for everybody. But yeah, the music for this movie mm-hmm. is the majority of it is sang by Phil Collins. He actually sings in every single song that's in this movie. And. So all of it. Yeah. <laughs> the vast majority. I think he probably had a lot on his shoulders because this was in the wake of Elton John and Tim Rice right, making The yeah, Lion King. So I felt like a lot rode on his shoulders for making something that he himself 
had to sing and present this. And well, if you think about it, it this would be interesting. So Phil Collins sang all of the songs in Tarzan, but did Elton John sing all of the songs? He didn't sing all you know, the songs in the in movie. Lion King. He sang none of the songs in the movie Except itself. for the Can You Feel the Love Tonight. That was him. No, that wasn't him singing it. Really? Yeah, in the movie itself. Uh-huh. All the versions, I guess, yeah, you're right, because all the versions of him singing are in the credits or on the soundtrack. Hmm. Interesting, but we digress. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about another jungle animal-themed, well, I guess. Safari, never mind. Head back to Tarzan. Head back to Tarzan. But for intense, another. intense intro, like, hi, kids, we're going to start with the shipwreck. That death count is starting in like the, it's got to be the like the hundreds. I well, mean, how many people are on that ship? They're in the wake of Mulan, as we talked about in last week's episode, with thousands in the death count there. So they have to start off big. They have to make sure like, oh, we're at least going to start with a good honey. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, how many people were lost at, I mean, only three survivors, mm-hmm. Tarzan and his parents. And Gerald. He's on the other island. Oh, he's on the other island. He went over the other side. He went to Madagascar. He's raised by the lemurs. (laughs) But did you notice that Tarzan's dad didn't have shoes on? What series of events in a shipwreck? Like, I've never been involved in a fiery shipwreck, so I don't know. Weird things happen. But how do you lose both shoes in socks? Good question. Maybe. (laughs) You're trying, but you can't. You can't. He just doesn't have shoes on. Maybe he was so scared his shoes came flying off like Calvin Hobbes style. I don't think so. <laughs> but E, do you know about the whole theory about Tarzan's parents in the beginning of this movie? Aren't they supposed to be in the court of the movie Tangled? No. Okay, never mind. Oh, I, I know what you're talking about. The characters in Tangled show up in Frozen at the end. But they like went on a boat trip? Like they're supposed yeah. to be like so there's... going to... There's, isn't there a theory that his parents were supposed to go to the wedding entangled? I think what it is, Tarzan's parents, like we can't, we can't talk about Tarzan and not bring up this theory. So I read into it a little bit. People think that Tarzan's mom and dad are actually Elsa and Anna's mom and dad. So they're brothers and sisters that because in Frozen, you haven't seen Frozen yet, have you? And I've only seen parts of it. But the one thing I do know that happened, spoiler for Frozen, their parents go away on a ship and the ship disappears and there's a big shipwreck now frozen 2 has kind of somewhat answered this however disney i have heard i haven't seen frozen 2 but i've heard that disney kind of gave a little wink to this whole theory and still left it kind of open so is tarzan their younger brother yeah so tarzan be younger brother and if you think about it journeys on the ocean back in those days would take months would take very long periods of time we're talking about colonial like we're talking about great britain and you never hear his parents talk they might not be from great britain they might be from what's the land called i don't know i've never watched frozen narnia i think (laughs) i don't buy it which all of that would be horrible Mm -hmm. if like they were going to the tangled wedding and then you find out like can you imagine yeah because that was the whole thing was they were on their way to a wedding and it was the wedding of the parents in tangled they were going to that kingdom and so that's why you see But they make Frozen Rapunzel and... We're not, and... We're not getting into this. I don't yeah. buy it. I don't buy it. If you buy it, return it. Get your money back. I was more concerned with the fact that the man doesn't have shoes on. Did you catch... Okay, I'll be full disclosure here, folks. I called the large cat a jaguar for like the first five minutes of the movie. And then I went, uh-huh. wait, is it? Is it a jaguar? I don't feel like it is. 
Is that a leopard? It's a leopard. Okay. So. so it's a leopard. I was like, jaguars don't have spots. Anywho, did you catch when they were doing the montage between like the gorilla family and the human family that when this, they had the sun and the moon and there was that like the crossfade and it showed the leopard, its eyes were the sun and the moon. That was cool. Yeah. Well, with our leopard friend, the reason probably why you were confused was he has how they show him. It's, he's very angular and they make him try to look as evil as possible. But I guess there was this big discussion about his spottage. Like there's this big outcry on the internet of how of he doesn't have is. enough spottage because leopards have way more spots than that. <laughs> and also too, all the sound effects that he makes are actually from six different families of wild cats. Like they See, have sound a effects. Hybrid. Yeah. That's the real story. This hybrid creature and running the around. Other part of it, when I was looking into it, is people pointed out that leopards only live to about mid teens. And you think about it, Tarzan later in the movie, he's gotta be like eighteen something years old. This is based on like when they saw the comet, which looked like Haley's Comet, the yeah. year that that happened, would made Tarzan 18. It, they kind of explained this a little bit more in depth online. But somebody's got way too much time yeah, on their hands. <laughs> but the interesting fact they pointed out was Sabor, the leopard. Mm -hmm. They said he couldn't have been the same one because he was a full grown adult leopard when he killed Tarzan's parents. Spoiler. And then also, too, he was like young and spry still when Tarzan and him fought hybrid, later in the movie. Hybrid creature. You can't stop him. Can't stop him. Although that whole opening sequence, I think, can be summed up as Disney presents evolution in the food chain with a Phil Collins background. <laughs> because, I mean, if you think about it, we make the Jagga leopard out to be the bad guy, but... That's the circle of life. I mean, Lion King was all about the circle of life, but Tarzan was like, well, I'm going to one-up you because you don't have the balls to show it. So, boom, we eat the baby gorilla. Boom, we eat the parents. Survival of the fittest. But in this movie, it's more about the circle of revenge. I do think they were trying to, Disney was trying to reincarnate the... Um, Mufasa feelings in this movie is what I wrote a little note. I said Mufasa level sadness mm -hmm. when Kerchak, the silverback gorilla, the leader of the pack, and then Kala, their son gets cornered by Sabor and eaten. assumed to be eaten. Eaten because it's food chain. Just how they built that up, even in the with the music and everything. Oh, it's so heartbreaking. And Phil Collins' words right there in the song. No words describe a mother's tears. Oh. Hits you right here. Yep. <laughs> wow, I'm heartless because the first thing I noticed yep. <laughs> was that the dad got shoes back. <laughs> when he was dead, he had shoes on. Where did he get the shoes? He was like, you know what? I learned from my mistakes last time. When you're in a very emergent situation, put shoes on. It's well worth the time. Maybe that's but then what that's got what him got him killed, killed. right? <laughs> Because he didn't, he like slipped because he was wearing like dress shoes. Also, hi, Swiss family Robinson. Did you not want that treehouse growing up? Oh, I heck still yeah. still want that treehouse. I loved that treehouse. So, of course, the reason why we see that the dad finally found the shoes was Kala finds a treehouse and their dead bodies. Which later in the movie, did Kala have to move the bodies? <gasps> that was my thought too. When she <laughs> takes Tarzan back to be like this, I should have shown you this sooner. I should have shown you this sooner, but wait like five more minutes. <laughs> shove, shove, shove. Right? I mean, at that point, they should have been skeletons. But still, did she just leave them? 
And here are your parents. Yeah, but Kala finds the baby. Aww. Oh, he's so cute. Baby Tarzan is the cutest. Which I think it's his cuteness factor. It's like they give him the big eyes and the like the the chubbiness. But I think Disney just has really good stock audio of babies. Mm-hmm. Like they have the perfect baby sounds. But I think some of the sounds they use for this baby are sounds they use for Baby Yoda. So I'm like. Disney, you have such a good reputation with baby noises. Come on, get with it. And like, I was so disappointed that his little noises were the generic baby noises. <laughs> but it was that whole scene with Kala, like, what is this thing? And, you know, the baby's just like, hey. They nailed fun. baby expressions of babies looking like being frustrated that a blanket's on top of them. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, they're all confused. And then they do something they know that they're not supposed to. And they're like, sorry. And then they're like, want to play? <laughs> <laughs> right? Although if you think about it, the mom blogs would have a fit over many, many different parenting If you're being tropes. attacked by a leopard, do not put a blanket on your baby. Right? <laughs> Which I think that leopard came out of there like, I was saving that. That was yeah. my snack. <laughs> I found it first. I called dibs. <laughs> Finders keepers. But then Kala ends up winning out that fight when she gets Tarzan out of there. And Sabor gets tangled up in that ropes, which made me question, how did he get down from there? Well, that's when I said this is when leopards or jaguars become extinct. Wait a yeah. <laughs> Kala then points out that she was actually the winner when she, I love when she turns around and she just gives that little growl and snort. She's just like, Arr. my baby. That's how adoption works in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> It's a much more, I mean, I guess it's a cheaper process than in the States, but at the same time, it's a much more harsher <laughs> survival of the fittest. You can adopt this baby or be lunch. Foster of the fittest. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. So Kala brings Tarzan back to the other apes, and that's when Kerchak gets to meet him for the first time. And Kerchak is confused by him, but I have to say, I love Kerchak's yeah. character because he is so broken and what he just says to Kala like it won't replace the one we lost yeah. which I have a theory about that hmm. so I realized towards the end that there's one male gorilla right I don't know how gorillas work well mm -hmm. I know how I guess I, how their society works but it's one male and then a group of females correct yeah so maybe Kerchak's not that broken up over losing his child because he has like 20. True. <laughs> right? Yeah, because they don't really bring this up, but Kerchak is probably the parent of all the all kids. All of them. So he's just like, dude, like you're bringing another one in. But he does make a comment. And I understand what Disney is trying to do here, where he said he's not our kind. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like, but no, you should be accepting of everybody and differences make us beautiful. But let's let's. Let's go back to the animal kingdom and let's go back to evolution and the food chain. Kerchak's right. Like in the animal world, you don't have an elephant and a gorilla be besties, right? True. Because like you never know what this thing and like it, Tarzan's going to slow the pack down. Like Kerchak is saying, I am a wild beast. Call it, we can't keep him. I will murder him. Exactly. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. <laughs> so poor Kerchak, I think it's like he's cast as the bad guy, but it's like in reality, I mean, he has a good point. In the animal kingdom, that's, that's how it works. He does end up giving in to Kala and says like, you know, as long as there wasn't anybody else with him and there's nothing else that could harm us, 
it might die with us, but it'll definitely die without us. So Right. Although also, too, another mom blog fight coming down, the gorilla's co-sleep. <gasps> oh, geez. And yeah, she smothers him to death and he just curls up in her fur. But wouldn't you want to curl up in a gorilla's arms going to sleep? I know. I think gorillas might be one of my favorite animals. Because mm-hmm. they just look downright <laughs> all the time. Well, what's interesting about this is this was the first Tarzan representation for all of you that don't know, which I feel like this is something that's kind of common knowledge is Tarzan is based on a series of stories, books, other movies. And this is the first time that Tarzan's family ever was actually gorillas. Before this, it was just other types of uh, great apes, mostly chimpanzees. Oh, I like the gorillas better. So yeah, of course. Let the bloggers out there argue about co-sleeping, but it works for the gorillas. Yeah. And that scene is so sweet with the lullaby when she sings to him. It's so pretty. Although I did have to wonder, what is a more heart-wrenching lullaby? That one or Dumbo's lullaby? Oh, baby my. I know. I think Dumbo. It is kind of hard. Tears, they're flowing. I know. Can't stop. But as Tarzan gets older, number one, his hair would have to have been longer. Yeah. Unless she's taking him to the toucan to get his haircut. I don't know. But also, what physical alterations to his body would there have been? Like from a, like a structural standpoint. Oh, because you know? of his posture. Yeah, because of his posture and the way he's moving. Well, I made a note about how that kid's head is freaking huge. Like, how old is he in that scene? And his head is the size of the rest of his body. Oh, man. Hmm. I feel like I never noticed that. But now that I'm picturing it, it's going to be one of those things where I can't unsee it. (laughs) The monster that Tarzan is. But even the way his posture and the muscles and his bones, like, he's got to be structurally a different anatomical creature from us. Yeah, which the animators in this movie... For Tarzan, they took a lot of time creating and sculpting Tarzan because they were specifically told they had to make like the perfect man, which <laughs> what is that? We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But they modeled after um, different apes, also figures of bodybuilders, different men <laughs> in, with their physique. <laughs> And what they did was they came up with that kind of sculpted body. Mm. And they did, if you can kind of tell, they kind of morphed some things like his fingers and his feet. Like his toes were very far apart to kind of emulate almost like apish design, which kind of implies that, yeah, to get through the jungle, yeah. his body He's did. barefoot. Mm-hmm. But how, did, how then do they know to cover his... Yeah, you know what that is? Mm. That's fashion. And you know who we should ask about it? <gasps> who should we ask? We should ask our model, Stefan. So take it away, Stefan. So hello, Stefan. Oh, hello, E. I am here to talk to you today about the fashion of the movie. What movie are we watching? Tarzan. Oh, that is such a great film. Let us talk about the fashion of Tarzan. Today, I'm going to talk to you about the model and the specimen of a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is cut and beautiful. And oh my goodness, he looks almost just like me, like model all the time. Anyway, we are not here to talk about his physique. We are here to talk about his fashion. 
And what says fashion more than a single layer of cloth that covers one's bits? <laughs> <laughs> it is a strategically placed bits covering product. It <laughs> is. I don't know what that was. It is indeed. I, I, I get what you're saying. What you're trying to say is that it is so modeled. It, so it drapes over him perfectly as he's zipping across the jungle skyline. But if you're underneath him and you look up, do you get a free show? Oh, certainly. But this is a Disney film, so they cut out those scenes here, of course. But anyway, I just wanted you all to know that when in doubt, just wear a loincloth and cover your bits. And that's pretty much all you need to do. Which the apes in this movie did not take that advice. So I don't know why they are just letting their dingalings fling in the air. They come with their own fur coats. Oh, that's true. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So that is your fashion tip of the day. Till next time, toodaloo. Okay, I'm back. Although Tarzan is a specimen of a of a man. Oh, is that what you two talked about? Yeah. I mean, I'm not one for diets, but I think the keto diet works well for him. Mm -hmm. High protein, low carbs. I have to agree with you and Stefan. I just feel like the two of you get in my head sometimes and like read my thoughts. Is. Yeah. But let's let's we, we digress before we get to the mature Tarzan. Mm, yeah, we're not talking about the child Tarzan when we're saying oh, yeah, all these things, by the way. Let's clarify. <laughs> let's clarify. Mm, but that speaking big of head. the child Tarzan, like trying to keep up with the other gorillas, and then of course we get to the infinite infant infant help. Infelevent? <laughs> oh, that's kinda cool. We'll go with that. Mm -hmm. Infelevent? <laughs> I'm going to pretend I try to invent a new word. The scene with the elephants. So Tarzan, you know, is trying to fit in and wants to be a part of the other gorillas. But they try to ditch him. Yeah. Oh, that's the lesson Disney should have, like, honed in on. Like, don't ditch your friends, you little... Well, Disney's all about bullying, if you think about it. True. With the other movie we watched, Mulan, there's tons of bullying in it. Very so. true. But Turk decides to... Like, there's so many things that go horribly wrong. But Turk decides to be a dummy, for lack of better words. Jeez, watch your language. Okay, fine. A <laughs> head. Okay. Because, essentially, she sent Tarzan on a death mission to go get a hair of the elephant. Maybe she was thinking, oh, he won't do it because it's so dangerous. But he's so desperate. Yeah. This is like before cyberbullying so and those stupid challenges. Hashtag hair of the elephant challenge. So he like nothing will stop him from trying to fit in. Even he'll go as far as to jump off a cliff, yeah. which I love when he jumps off and does the like Tarzan yell. And he's just like, <laughs> and then he just nails that massive belly flop. That is a head trauma counter if I've ever seen one. <laughs> did you catch that when like he was in the water like he looked at his hands when he started swimming and was mm -hmm. like oh did he not know he could swim yeah i wonder if this is because i mean this time. is like really not thinking things through buddy mm -hmm. because he's like in the water and all of a sudden he's like oh i could swim yay i think that's the whole idea of it is he realizes oh i do have these other skills i can swim but don't you want to try that out before you jump off a cliff <laughs> right and yeah then tarzan goes up to the elephants and he gets the hair, which causes an elephant stampede. But before that, little young Tantor, who ends up becoming one of Tarzan's animal friends, who is a young elephant, he points out that there's a piranha behind them. And it starts a debate about piranhas, which I don't understand this. How do elephants in Africa know about piranhas? 
And how do they know that they're native to South America? Something tells me none of those elephants have been traveling the world. Elephants are highly intelligent. I think that's what they were playing off of. Oh. Although I will say, I am on Kerchak's side. Yeah, because what happens next is the elephants end up stampeding and they run right through the gorilla sleeping the grounds. Yeah. yeah. And I, I too, I agree with Kerchak because yeah. that baby gorilla almost got stomped. They all almost got stomped. And not to mention like all the destruction and there goes where they were eating. Like they, they basically ruined the dinner. And Kala was like, he didn't mean to. It was an accident. Are you kidding me? You're child almost killed multiple people in a stampede we don't know if the elephants ran over anybody else down the road mm -hmm. so no i am a hundred percent with kerchak quit coddling your child because you feel guilty about taking him in and he doesn't fit in which also when he's like getting all mad at the river and like i don't look like anybody don't you think now would be a good time to say he's adopted right well they had that conversation right there and then and i said like that might not be the best time to like be pointing out look at him he'll never be one of us he's a loser like don't kick the kid while he's down there like you yelling him about the issue at hand but then yeah tarzan goes away and they end up having that conversation about differences and Kala tries to reel that in by saying like, oh, look how much we have in common. But she totally messes up with the hands thing because their hands look a little different. Yeah. But she points out very importantly, we both have beating hearts and that's what makes us the same. Which I guess, again, is a good message. However, still on Kerchak's side here because from an animal survival instinct. Yeah, true. She, no. And also don't helicopter. <laughs> She's a helicopter mom. Uh, right. So then after they have that conversation, we get to see Tarzan grow throughout the years. And it shows little adventures that he goes on. And it's playing the song, Son of Man, that gets me pumped. That's definitely on my workout playlist the as workout well. workout playlist, yeah. The infamous workout playlist. <laughs> yes. Which I wonder what the mechanics, again, of him swinging through the vines would be like. I guess we could talk to an American Ninja Warrior. But they don't even mm -hmm. make it seem as graceful. So that's why I think structurally it has to be different. Yeah. And he, he makes it look so cool. And they purposefully, when they made this movie, the animators, they styled his movements off of skateboards. Specifically, they modeled it off of Tony Hawk. Well, I remember seeing like the making of Tarzan. And they actually went to like the skate parks and watched them for his tree skating yeah moments. and there's there's some moments when he's moving around where it's kind of evident like he does that like kick up that it looks like he's holding on to a skateboard where they almost copy and paste those movements mm -hmm. he is definitely smooth like when the snake comes at him and he gets the snake all tied up and then he just stops and stares at it and smiles as it's approaching him and it can't reach him mm -hmm. he's just such a cool dude but i mean again i'm really stuck on how he physically changed there is an unethical science experiment out there somewhere because think about how his feet had to evolve to be able to do the tree sliding. Mm -hmm. He's Callus got calluses for days. For days. For days. And he's always in that crouched position. So it's like the quadriceps have to be very, and the hip flexors. But then it's like those glutes, though. Mm -mm. I just feel strange that when they show the scene... Where they really show him ripped. Is it? Is it after he kills Sabor? When he picks up... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he picks up the leopard cheetah thingy. And I was like, oh! 
and it's like, wow, should I be turned on? <laughs> I don't think I should. You can be into cartoon characters. There's other folks out there like you. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm not. I'm not saying I am. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, just. just I'm just saying it. they made him look beautiful. Unrealistic beauty standards. I do love the at the end of the song when he does that look back. That was something that they used in the trailers when he does that quick like snap back and. Throughout this movie, there's great intent and focus on the eyes. And that's what Jane is drawn towards is his beautiful eyes. Mm -hmm. And so I love that when he becomes a man at the end of that sequence, they do that quick turnaround. He has that intense animalistic look in his eyes. See, now the people from Mulan should have taken notes from Tarzan. That's how you become a man. Mm -hmm. Right? Not balancing with water on your head. Right. So after that song, we go back to the other gorillas and... Tarzan is hanging out with Turkina, his best friend, who is voiced by Rosie O'Donnell, which is kind of funny that Rosie O'Donnell got this part and she happened to have a TV talk show going on at the same time. This was, I feel like this was just an advertisement for her show. Also echoes Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. And also with Rosie O'Donnell, a fun little fact is she is the only person to voice all age groups of her character in any Disney I was movie hearing that. because she voices the baby version, she voices the child version, and she voices the adult version. I was wondering that. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, so they're hanging out and Tarzan's looking into the greenery. And did you notice when he's looking over there, you actually see Sabor in the greenery. You can actually see the outline of a jungle cat in the no. greenery where he's looking. And I didn't notice that until way later after watching this. I was like, oh, that's cool. You can actually see it. And it's camouflaged into the leafery before Sabor pounces out. Then Tarzan and him have that awesome epic fight. And I love how they have Tarzan is all confident and tough throughout the whole thing while he has a spear. But when he loses his spear, when he loses weapon, his only edge against this other animal, mm -hmm. he looks terrified and he's running away from it and like just trying to dodge it until he can get back to the weapon. Also, Kerchak doesn't try to help him. Yeah, he really doesn't. <laughs> He's just like, I'm just going to let this play out. See I, how this goes. Look at her and be like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. He's not one of us. But then after, you know, and then we have that glorious Mr. Olympia moment yeah. where he just flexes. Flex game strong. We, um, of course, we're introduced to our new characters, which Clayton is for the NRA. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Shoot first, ask questions, never. <laughs> he's seriously like everything that happens. He's pointing his gun at it. He's shooting straight at it. Like, I want to find the gorillas. I <laughs> uh, found the gorillas. Um, It has a, I think it's a gorilla. <laughs> What's it, left of it? I don't know anymore. Also, I feel so bad for Jane because she did not dress for that outing. And I've been there before. Ladies, I'm sure, and even gentlemen, I'm sure you can all be in that situation. Like, she's in a, a bustle and, like, probably is a corset with, like, nice boots and a hat. I mean, she's in formal, not formal wear, but more dressed up wear. And I just feel bad for her because we've all been in those situations where you're either overdressed or you're not dressed properly. Or you're like, wait, there's a scavenger hunt through the woods? This was a cocktail party. Like, I feel so horrible for her. And you're wearing high heel, high heel boots in and the jungle. And then you're like, wait, this, we have to, like, the, the wedding ceremonies in a field 20 feet away? No, it's just unfortunate. Poor Jane. I mean... This would have been a great moment for Stefan to add in, but we've already used his time today. 
But did you notice about Jane throughout the movie, as the movie progresses and as she becomes more wild yeah, and more into the of... jungle, she starts losing clothing. And she's until the very, too. Yeah, until the very end, she is literally just wearing loincloths over mm-hmm. her little bits. And what kind of symbol is that sending? If you want love, you're going to have to show a little bit, honey. Ooh. Or it was just showing that she was revealing more of herself and letting herself relax around Tarzan. Or and... she was being practical for the situation. Or she, she was, was being practical. In. True. Although, of course, you know, Clayton, her father and her are looking for the gorillas and Clayton is just like shooting everything up. But this leads us to my other point about the helicopter parents in the jungle. The primates are helicopter parents because Jane runs into the little baby monkey she draws a picture of it. The little baby monkey was wrong and stole the picture and stole her book and threw everything away. She had every right, every right to take that picture back because that baby did not ask for it. He just took it because he's handed everything. It's clear. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? The horde of monkeys freak the fuck out on her. Helicopter parents. Well, of course they freak out. Parents. He was apparently their only child, that huge pack of that's baboons. That's why that's the problem. Mm-hmm. One child. <laughs> Takes a village of baboons to raise a spoiled child. Right? You think with more parents, you'd be better off. No. During that whole scene when Tarzan does save her, he goes through a lot trying to save her. Right. <laughs> and I love that look when she gets snagged up oh, and he looks back and he it. just rolls his eyes like, ugh. This one. This one. See, Tarzan can relate to Kerchak there. Mm-hmm. She's not like him. She's not designed oh, for that world. Yeah. You think he would understand a little bit better why Kerchak's always upset with him. Although, can I tell you my favorite lines in this sequence when they're trying to escape the monkeys? Hmm. Put me down, put me down, put me down. Pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. <laughs> That's definitely something you would say. That like, go away, go away, go away. Hey, can you come here and cuddle for a little bit? <laughs> now go away, go away, go away. Although I was concerned that Tarzan was going to rack up the death count more when they're in the tree and that big log's falling and it lands on all the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I was literally writing a note going, oh my gosh, Tarzan, this death count. But then they show the monkeys scampering yeah, away. Yeah, they're all fine. But I'm pretty sure some of them, like Jerry, the, the slower of the monkeys, probably went down. Oh, not Jerry. He was my favorite. And then what happens at the end? Tarzan gives the baby monkey the drawing. Yeah. They do not understand discipline in the animal kingdom. You Well, well Kerchak does. He's like, listen, he's going to get eaten. That's discipline enough. I guess it's like one extreme or the other. You is, either coddle or you let evolution Is Tarzan going to change his spoiledness? Is Tarzan going to change like who he is as a monkey? I don't think so. Not at least in that moment. Although there's one scene that's been forever changed for me. Hmm. when Jane's trying to escape and she has her hands on the tree and it's <laughs> raining. There's a meme that's like what you think shower sex is and it shows like people having sex in a shower and it's really hot and they go, what it actually looks like. And it's just Jane with her hands on the tree. Oh, there's some gifs or memes out there that just nail something and that is one of them. That is 100%. No pun intended. Well, Jane and Tarzan find themselves up in the canopy and they're introducing each other, which Tarzan doesn't speak English. But when he does start speaking English, he suddenly speaks American English. Right? Did you notice that? It's uh, an American accent. Yeah, he has an American accent. Like, don't you think he would speak British? 
the only reason for that was Tony Goldwyn, the guy who voiced mm-hmm. Tarzan. He just, they had him try to do a British accent and he just couldn't do mm. it. It just didn't sound right. And did you also know, apparently he couldn't do the Tarzan scream. So they actually had the guy who voiced Clayton, Brian Blessed. He's the one who does the Tarzan scream oh. for Tarzan, which is kind of funny. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Although I was a bit perplexed by the situation of Tarzan tells Jane his name Mm-hmm. But his name was spoken to him in Gorilla. Yeah, so how do you know his name? Is Tarzan in English? Mm-hmm. Or was the gorilla speaking English? Or is it like the same for both? Yeah, you just hear a gorilla talking. It's just like, <laughs> Tarzan. <laughs> oh. It's same in both languages. They're talking about Tarzan. I do love the moment where he's getting all up in her business and he's playing with her feet and she's like laughing because he's tickling her toes. But then as he's looking up her dress, she's just doing the get off, get off, get off. (laughs) Right. The very strong woman like, oh, this is okay, playful. And then the no means no. (laughs) Hashtag no. And then, of course, stomp was a really big thing when I feel like when Tarzan came out. Because Disney was like, we're just going to put a little stomp montage. Oh, the trashing the camp scene. Yeah. Which this is arguably the only musical scene in the movie where they actually sing along. But I I guess it's not considered because they say this isn't a musical movie. Because, I don't know, because they don't use actual words. They're scatting. Yeah, they're scatting around. So how do they know about what jazz is? Mm Mm-hmm. That's where Tarzan brings Jane and introduces Jane to Turk. And then... They hear a snort from behind them, and Jane gets an opportunity to meet Kerchak, who looks her up and down and s- screams in her face, basically saying, the f*** are you? Right? Which I wonder, what is the protocol for meeting a gorilla? Like, they say if it's, like, a brown bear, you're supposed to right. well, not number one, run or whatever, like, make yourself look big. So what is the protocol when meeting a gorilla? Yeah, number one, don't ever get that close to a gorilla. Right. Step one. Step two, just prepare to die. Yeah. Step two, death is imminent. Which again, I'm on Kerchak's side where he's telling them you can't go back. They're different. Because in the real world, you should be accepting of differences. We have a, a, a bigger brain. We can understand these things and communicate on a different level. Differences are beautiful and they make the world exciting. But in the animal kingdom, nine times out of ten, something different means it's going to eat you. Mm-hmm. Poor Kerchak is just trying to protect himself and his family. Yeah, he ain't doing nothing wrong. That's why I love him as a character, because he's played off as like this almost bad guy in this movie. But if you break it down. Yeah, he's definitely he's just being a gorilla, which that is why I love Thanos as a character, because if you think about Thanos is kind of similar. He's trying to keep everybody safe by doing oh, no, a horrible no, thing. No, yes. Thanos is, yeah. no, you can't. No. <laughs> no, I'm not letting that happen. I tried. You know. Although, you know, Jane tells Clayton and her dad everything that happens. And daddy, they took my boot. <laughs> those little lines. I think Jane has the best lines. That was actually all improvised by Minnie Driver. Oh, was it? Yeah. She's so good. Mm-hmm. But then also, too, I found it that it really taps into the British imperialism. Is that the word I'm looking for? Or colonization... Like that time yeah. period, Clayton's like, I can teach this savage because mm-hmm. I'm wearing pants. 
Like, it's the only qualification to make him smarter. I'm wearing pants and an ask off. Also, do you think Tarzan's like Romeo and Juliet? Maybe oh, yeah. Kind of Romeo and Juliet? Kind of is. You know, it's funny because Disney, the company who is all about copyright, won't let anybody else use the mouse. If you think about it, what are all their movies? They're stolen property. So right? that would make total sense if they didn't just steal from one property. They also stole, mm. which also with Lion King. Lion King Mine is, is th- based off of Hamlet. Yeah. yeah. And Tarzan might be based off of Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. But they're also based off of other franchises. Disney just comes and goes, mine now. Mm-hmm. But you can't take ours. No. Once we have it, it's ours. I know. There's a Disney lawyer in this room somewhere. There's just the two of us. That's awkward. Anyhow, so my question is, like, poor Jane did not bring the proper attire for the jungle, yet she somehow managed to bring 4,000 slides. Yeah. Like, super convenient. Super convenient in this moment because they actually played a pivotal role in teaching Tarzan. However... What were the odds of her meeting Tarzan? True. Like, yeah, why would she have had those slides in the first place? Yeah, like you can't pack appropriate question. clothing for a jungle expedition, but let's bring 4,000 slides. Yeah, that, that's what was important. This was during the Strangers Like Me scene mm-hmm. where Tarzan was being taught all these things, and he's adorable through this whole yeah. sequence when he's learning everything. And when you see Jane, whenever she's drawing something, or even a lot of the pictures that were on the slides, those were straight up copies of concept art that they had for this movie that they put up of like the jungle of characters of what the gorillas were going to look like they just basically copy and paste like everything jane draws as a character is they were sketches of the animators made for tarzan and especially that one picture she has where she focuses on the eyes and you Mm -hmm. see all these different shots of his eyes that was a piece of paper they had focusing just on his eyes that they put in the movie that's very resourceful disney yeah okay before we continue e how about we go ahead and listen to a promo from one of our friends over at pod nation sounds wonderful hello this is gorham and i'm reginald thistle white and we're from the The friends Friends and players Players Podcast. podcast Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Do you like pop culture references? Do you like listening to idiot blowhards running around in circles accomplishing nothing? Then do we have the show for you. Listen to Friends and Flayers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other major podcast platforms. And if you do drop by, be sure to rate and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. So that was our friends at Friends and Flares, a D&D podcast. If you like D&D and you love good storytelling, you got to check them out wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure to follow them on Instagram and Twitter for their fun posts. I absolutely love them, and I love listening to their story as it progresses. It is total madness. Check them out today. Tarzan completes his education by thinking with his little banana instead of his big bingo. Because <laughs> the boat comes and they're leaving and Clayton is just this dastardly guy. And Jane says, come with us. He says, I can't. But then Clayton uses his poor little mushy brain to say, you know, if you take Jane to see the gorillas, then she might stay. Mm-hmm. 
Well, it's all because Tarzan got a little drunk because he was holding alcohol. He never drank it. But he was holding it. He was probably so drunk. And I know Tarzan is kind of new to the whole English world and Mm -hmm. man's world. But don't you think when Clayton and his evil goon look at him suspiciously with that look of, don't you think he would have been like, you know, I don't trust you guys. Although that's how I got your parents to like me when Jane meets his mom. She grunts at him. Yeah. (laughs) Such a sweet scene, though. They're introducing each other's families to each other. Mm -hmm. It is very playful and cute. And yeah, when the little baby gorillas are playing with Tarzan and Jane, and when she's he's trying to teach her his language, I love the little gorillas looking back and forth to them. How cute they are! I didn't really see that. I do have to say though, when Jane and her dad just start talking gorilla when they just walk up and they're like ooh, ooh, they have no idea what they're saying right? so they might be like yeah we're gonna <laughs> you up <laughs> you better run you smell like <laughs> which could be a compliment for a gorilla right they'd be like oh thank you that's that's when all the gorillas came they were like well thanks i've been working on this i've been smothering myself in my own stool for months mm-hmm. but then it's decided jane has to go back to england and tarzan has to stay Tarzan has to stay. No, but he doesn't stay. He decides to go with them. Well, at that point, but then Kerchak comes back because Turkina and Tantor had coaxed him away, so he wasn't part of this little meeting. And when he comes back, he is mad. And why didn't Clayton and the professor and Jane, why didn't they get the message that this gorilla does not want them to be there? Because... Tarzan is trying to stop him. He's all tied up in him, trying to keep him down. And Kerchak looks terrifying, clawing at the ground, clawing at them. And they're still standing there. It's like, get the message and go. <laughs> Toodle pip. <laughs> Run. Although that's when Kala finally takes him to the tree house. And we discuss, like, you know, and there's your dead bodies. Yeah. But what are so the odds of him fitting exactly into his father's clothes? Yeah. Which, what space bag did they use to keep those clothes that nice? Yeah, they looked really nice. Really good. But I guess they have to leave the nest sometime, which works, because gorillas sleep in nests. Oh, but I'm... But, yeah. Although I just have a note here that says uh, emotional constipation, and I didn't remember that that was for a second. But I love emotional constipation. <laughs> that is a great line. So Tarzan, he ends up going on the boat with them and... Plot twist! They are... Yeah. Who saw that coming? They get on the boat and suddenly they're all being thrown in the brig and everybody's going after Tarzan. And Tarzan tries desperately to run away and you see him stumbling a little bit, but he has the stupid shoes on. Which is probably why his dad died because he put his shoes on. Mm -hmm. He's going to die just like his daddy. Uh. So he's running around and he looks so sad when he is slipping and not able to do what he typically can. And they get thrown into the brig and then Clayton takes the rest of his goons to go kill the rest of the gorillas. Which, hold up. How did Clayton and his goons miss the elephant jumping off the cliff? Like, first of all, how do you miss an elephant jumping off a cliff, period? But second of all, he like dives under the boat. How did they not see that? Well, maybe they did see that and they were just like, weird. (laughs) Oh, well, it's dead. You don't think like they're they're poachers. Like, wouldn't they also be like, hey, we could also get an elephant too? Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh. I don't buy it. While they're going after the gorillas, 
Tantor and Turk end up saving Tarzan and freeing him. And Tarzan ends up making a mad sprint for his family. <laughs> I wrote Tarzan unites the jungle to take down the white man. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Tarzan. This totally talks about British colonialism. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Stand up to colonialism, right? people. But there is so much gun violence in this movie. How is it only PG? It's a shoot fest. And there's also a lot of head trauma in this scene, a lot yeah. of bashing and slamming. And at one point, Tarzan gets shot and gets winged in the shoulder, which Kerchak gets Kerchak gets to come try to save them. And he goes after Clayton. And then, yeah, he gets shot and is down. And that starts the final battle between Clayton and Tarzan. Although I will say for all the gun violence, Clayton has a poorly constructed gun because Tarzan just like swings and smashes it. Yeah. <laughs> that line he says where he's like be a man i agree with tarzan i i he says i'm not a man like you which is kind of a play off of the theme of the movie but in general it's like i thought of what would be better is it's like if that what's being a man is then yeah. i don't want to be an am it's toxic I, masculinity right right just how he says it too be a man Ugh, I just want to punch him in the We've face. We've all met Claytons before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Although, I don't think I've ever wished a Clayton death on anybody. Yeah. Oh. So this this scene. So, Clayton's all tied up in the vines. And he's just hacking away. I love hack how Tarzan first. So first sees was, Yeah, first how it was shoot first, ask questions later. Now yeah. it's hack first. And Tarzan, like, actually was like, Clayton, no. Yeah, he was like, he kind of noticed. He was like, I, he saw that around his neck and he was like, be careful, be careful. And he tried to help him and save him, but Clayton was... He hung himself. Yep. <laughs> and they even have like the lightning flash. You see his body swinging. And I will never forget, you hear the rope snap or the vine snap, and then you see the machete just land like... Mm -hmm. You're like, whoa! That's incredibly traumatic. I mean, I was a little bit older and I was uncomfortable during that. Like, whoa. And <laughs> it's only rated G. Right? So let's go to something a little bit more um heart-wrenching oh gosh <laughs> our hearts can't take all this we're going from feeling traumatized to breaking our hearts right Kerchak. so yeah tarzan approaches kerchak and throughout the movie there was several moments where tarzan and kerchak almost found a place between them where they kind of realized who they were and this moment was like the culmination of all that because mm -hmm. kerchak finally calls him his son and Tarzan doesn't call him his father back, which I think is kind of rude. Which, again, if you think about it, this was all Tarzan's fault. True. He brought about all of this. he never was held accountable for his behavior. Going all the way back to the elephant stampede. Kerchak was just saying that because he had blood loss. And he was rewarded for it because then he becomes... The alpha male. The alpha male. And he takes over, which... Totally ends his plans with going home with Jane. And he realized in that moment, he's like, I got a job to do. So Jane and her father are once again leaving. Tarzan is saying goodbye to her. And as they're leaving on the boat, it's Jane's dad who's the one like, what are you doing? Be with him. And give it up. Like, Disney fathers of all these characters. I was thinking of, like, Maurice from Beauty and the Beast. It's like, there's all these horrible situations their daughters are being put in and they're like oh sure i'm cool with this how would maurice be cool with 
fell being with the man who imprisoned him and then imprisoned her. Right? Stockholm. Yeah. It's, it's like, At oh, no, it's Tarzan, romantic. like, if anything, how could Tarzan's family be okay with Jane who came in and basically blew their lives yeah. up? <laughs> True. But Jane does end up deciding to stay with Tarzan. Mm -hmm. And also the professor decides to <laughs> stay, stay with, with Tarzan. Toodle pip. I'm going to start saying that from now on when he jumps into the water. Toodle pip. And one of the things we talked about after the movie, what were you saying <laughs> I, about that? Well, I don't remember seeing him in the closing scenes. So I was like, did he ever make it to shore? To like a shark come up. <laughs> Just doodle pip. And <laughs> but yeah, you do see him in the final sequence where... Which is Tarzan and Jane Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, they're swinging around and Jane is wearing the traditional me Jane outfit, which this movie, I love how it did play off of some tropes of Tarzan. The whole introduction where he's like me Tarzan you Jane and the scream and then also the ending the poses that they do that epic pose where Jane is like standing there looking all triumphant and Tarzan's doing the scream like that's right out of a movie poster of like an old time Tarzan movie right it's that is cool as can be but that is our film and oh what a film it is so this movie ended the Din Disney, Disney, I did it again. <laughs> the Disney Renaissance. And after this, there was, it was like called the post Disney Renaissance uh, or something like that. And Disney somewhat struggled to have movies that kind of hit that level mm -hmm. up until the new Renaissance uh, came about with movies such as Tangled, Frozen, but. Um, the only thing that kind of survived through this time and obviously thrived was Pixar. This was kind of more the age of Pixar mm. because one of the movies that came out right after Tarzan was Toy Story 2, which is some people's favorite of the Pixar movies. Right. But yeah, that that's our movie. And yeah. it is it's it a will good one. always be here in my heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't well, sing. We can't afford it. Come stop your crying. And thank you so much. We're going to move on to our next segments. Roll that beautiful bean footage. That's another copyright infringement. Okay, before we go into our next segment, E, mm -hmm. do you want to go ahead over the responses of our posts and questions on Twitter and Instagram? Of course. Our first question was, what is your favorite scene from Mulan? On Twitter, Grief Burrito, a Pod Nation friend, said the battle in the snow was great, the marching song, and I gotta say the training montage to be a man is pretty amazing. I was going to link it up, but I just found Jackie Chan covering it. Oh, we didn't mention that in the episode, that Jackie Chan, he was the one who did the singing for uh, Li Shang in the Chinese version of Mulan. Oh, I was gonna say, Jackie Chan can sing? Yeah. I didn't know he could, but apparently he can. Better than Robin Hood also said the battle in the snow. So cool. Our next question is, who is your favorite animal sidekick from Mulan? And the options were A, Khan, B, Little Brother, C, Cricky, or D, Mushu. So I was kind of assuming we were going to get a lot of Mushu love, but here's some of the responses yeah. on Instagram. Colby told me, said, we just gonna forget that Stitch even existed. Abu from Aladdin, Maximus. Carly2803 said Mushu. Dorky Geeky Nerd 16 said Mushu. Nicolina Mulan Song. Oh, she must be a Mulan fan. Said Little Brother because I'm crazy about dogs and OFC Mushu. What does OFC mean? Of course. Oh, gotcha. 
Emini Leonora said Mushu. And on Facebook, Maria... No, no crickets? Oh, yeah. No cricket love there. Ah. On Facebook, Maria said, I like her horse. Anna said D, but it C is cute, too. So cricket is cute. Get Mushu some crickets. So Anna gave some love to Cricky. Thank you. And then April said Mushu, of course. Mushu is a homicidal, <laughs> egotistical, vain little lizard monster. Which brings up our poll on Twitter. Yes. So our poll had 85% of people said Mushu, 10% said Cricky, okay. 5% said Little Brother, and Goose Egg said Khan. Aw, Sassy Horse got no love. <laughs> no love for the Sassy Horse. The Movie Journey Podcast said Mushu, and Qui-Gon Glenn love that name yeah. i have not seen it so i will go with marty mcfly <laughs> good answer good answer good answer indeed oh we have a few more <gasps> eat crime podcast said subtle yet full of drama and showed a picture of cricky nice the history cash podcast said mushu all the way three hours later said aren't we getting a phoenix instead in the live action yeah there's no mushu yeah hopefully they still have a cricket hopefully no crickets in real life aren't cute and our last response was Alfredo Gomez G said Mushu. Next question was, how would you rate Mulan? On Instagram, the Disney ambassadors said Mulan is definitely a top 10 film, at least in the Disney canon, maybe even in general. To start, it's an empowering story that takes a pretty decent dive into Chinese culture while not making a mockery of it. Disney doesn't get the Chinese legend exactly right, but they might make it their own. The animation does wonders to bring out our to bring out the beauty of the setting while also hearkening to a Chinese-inspired style that works to support the movie's depiction of Chinese culture. Interesting. I'd be interested to hear like the the full Chinese legend now. Right. They continue this. They at the end of all added the movie has also become something of an inspiration for the LGBTQ community through that gender commentary it definitely shows the skills of the minds of disney if they can entertain while also making you think i like that part mm. very interesting on twitter our poll came back as such we had 59 percent said they love it zero percent said they hated it oh good answer i think that was the first time we had zero nobody vote hate, hate it, it. You can't publicly hate Mulan, you'll be shamed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shame. Shame. 21% said it's okay, and 20% said they never seen it. Oh, get on it, 20%. Three hours later said love it. Friends and Flares said I somehow missed this movie when it came out, so I didn't see it until my wife, fiance at the time, had me watch it with her a few years ago. I liked it, but I don't think it had as much of an impact on me at 30 as it would have when I was 11. Ha 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 Cinematic Adventures said, Mulan is my favorite Disney princess. She's so cool that Disney added a way for a character to become a princess, especially specifically so Mulan could be one. To this day, she is the only one it applies to. Plus, the movie plays with gender performance and queer themes. Plus this. A picture of Li Shang. Mm -hmm. I didn't like Li Shang. But his bod... No, Tarzan's bot is better. <laughs> Sorry, you can't you can't you beat can't the beat perfect a keto specimen. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> Next question was what is your favorite song from Mulan on Instagram? Arazic 
said, I will make a man out of you. And Nicolina Mulan Song came back to say, I love all of them, but if I had to pick, it would be true to your heart. I love Mulan. Oh, we left that part out. The Stevie Wonder song. On Facebook, we had Michael said, girl, please, it's C all the way. Maria said, gotta be C. Kaylee said, C, obviously, lol. And Anna said, C. So, C was just to remind everybody. Make a man out of you. On Twitter, our poll came back with zero saying, bring honor to us all. 8% saying, a girl worth fighting for. And then it was a tie between reflections mm. and I'll make a man out of you for both 46% of the vote. Our last question was, what do these Disney characters have in common? And it was Mulan, Thanos, Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, Ronan, and Kylo Ren. The three goats said they all killed a poop emoji ton of people. They did. So well done, the three goats. <laughs> and I think that's it. That's it for our posts. So make sure to join us for our post on Tarzan this week. You want to go ahead and get into fighting? Don't I always? So E, now that we talked about Tarzan, are you ready for the rumble in the jungle? No. That's right. That's not what it's called. <laughs> Let's get into our segment. I hate it when they fight. Before we start this week's fight, let's go over last week's fight and see who was the winner. Our question that we had for all of you was, who is the most B.A. Disney princess? And our options were, E, what was your pick? Moana. And then my pick was Mulan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have gotten a sneak peek at the response. So we want to thank you all because this was our highest response yet. Um, I don't want to thank We had almost 100 votes. (laughs) No, I'm not thanking anybody. And with 83% of the vote, the winner was Mulan. So that means I retain the belt. I'm liking our new rules here. It's making it so you can wear this belt when you get it for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. All right, so... Now we're going to throw at you this week's question coming to you from yours truly. Are you ready? Yeah. My question for us to debate is, what is the most traumatic Disney villain death (laughs) throughout all the franchise? I'm going to go with Clayton. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just quietly for my turn no but i will give you a couple seconds to think of your answer (laughs) do you need a bag to breathe into that was gonna be my question too i'm gonna get this belt permanently (laughs) engraved in this right here it has to be a villain it has to be a villain death from any disney movie cartoon live action oh shoot i just realized live action just opened up a can of worms but it has to be a villain. It has to be a villain. And it has to be a <gasps> Disney movie. So while E's thinking of her villain, let's go over the rules. So 
how we are doing this now is whoever wins the fight from the previous week gets to decide the question and also gets to decide their stance first, either leaving the other person open to the other option or giving them the scraps of, like, for example, this week, I'm letting her pick any villain. However, some weeks it might be one or the other answer. So it puts the winner at an advantage. Okay, I got one. All right. Are you going first? No, I want you to go first. So how long do I have? So you have 30 seconds to tell us who your most traumatic death of a villain in a Disney movie. And go. Frollo falling off of Notre Dame into the hellfire. Right? Because it's just like that image. Actually, I had to do some research. But the picture of him falling into the fire is terrifying. And then the whole idea that he's holding on to the gargoyle and the gargoyle comes to life. And then he falls backwards. So not only do you have a plummet death, but then you're also falling into burning molten flames. That is traumatic. And they show his face as it's getting engulfed in flames. An opportunity to say he fell into hellfire. Dark fire. All right, I'll bring that now, up in my Gypsy, fight. Now, <laughs> Gypsy, it's your turn. Right. Thanks for giving me another argument. Dang. 30 seconds right. and go. So the most traumatic death has got to be Clayton. I mean, I already know the internet super agrees with me because this death is so traumatic because of the lightning that's going on and how intense the buildup is for it. And then it ends with that quick drop and a sudden stop, as they say in <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. It is super intense and it definitely creates a tone because that is a horrible way to go and it really could scare kids okay all right so now we get two minutes to fight out our sides so let's get it on but you're actually looking into frollo's eyes as he meets his doom you do not see clayton's face when he goes down i think that's what's more traumatic about it is you might not see his face except for as he is falling but he's being strangled when he's falling so yeah you do see a little bit of like the oxygen and the terror in his face as he's going mm -hmm. down. But I think that is so important that like that last snippet, because you don't see Frollo actually like in the fire, but you do see a shadow of Clayton. But isn't that even worse? There. Isn't that worse when you, you almost don't see what happens? You're left to your own imagination of his flesh boiling off of his bones. No, it's like a clean wrap up of like, yep, he just died somehow. Also nine times out of 10, if you're hung, you die instantaneously because your neck snaps. So Clayton really didn't suffer. We don't know that for a hundred percent. He wasn't twitching. Well, Tarzan fell after him, so when he fell down, like, he might have, like, struggled a little bit. I think it would have been more bit. traumatic if he was twitching. There was no twitching. And to that argument, Frollo probably died from that height, too. I'm going to say that yeah, the height that he fell... Yeah, but it wasn't the impact. Like, the, yeah, like, of course, he fell really high, but before he died on impact, he had to go through molten lava oh he wouldn't have felt that as he, he was going in he would have felt that i don't know i think he would that. have felt that more than getting your neck snapped yeah but also as we're not little... saying like what is the worst way to die but we're saying traumatic. what's the most traumatic but if you think about it ugh. just how they showed that image in that moment where when he goes down with the build-up yes both their build-ups are similar where the music's very loud it's intense something scary's mm -hmm. happening and then as he goes down where we differ, I believe, is Frollo just kind of disappears into the sunset. Well, 
the burning flames. And then Clayton. But that picture of Frollo going into the fire is terrifying. That dangling image of his. What? I feel good about my argument. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the 10 second rebuttal. It was scary. (laughs) And it was traumatic and Frollo fell and the thing came to life and growled at him. And it was also very fitting because that's how he tried to kill his Esmeralda. (laughs) Esmeralda. Five seconds, you turd. All right, I get five seconds. Clayton's body is silhouette dangling there. How more traumatic could that be? This was a very dark fight. Yes, it was. We're talking about snapping necks and burning flesh. You know, for the kids. <laughs> Both kids movies. All right, so make sure to hop your vote on either Instagram or Facebook at What Should We Watch Podcast. I uh, will now have on Facebook, I'll actually put up a poll so you can just quickly answer and make sure to share that poll with your friends. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> no, no, vote, vote, because I know how you're going to vote. And then, I don't know, we'll see. And then uh, you can also vote on Twitter if that is your thing at WSW Watch Podcast. So make sure to vote and make or sure don't. I get to keep my vote. <laughs> or don't. Woo! Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to school me on this next segment? Oh, yeah. Let's head on over. Before we hop into our quiz section, let's go over the winner of last week's challenge of Were You Paying Attention? The winner on Facebook, Mm -hmm. this is the first time we had a Facebook winner, was April with the answer, three cups of tea in the morning and three at night. So way to go, April. That's a lot. Like, are we talking like small teacups, big teacups? Good question. I don't know. On Twitter, our winner was the Movie Journey Podcast. So well done, you two. Make sure to try to answer our question this week to get a special shout out. Yes, because that's all we can give you. Right. Uh We don't have any money. You're going to ask me really hard questions, and I was just the color story in Mulan. Actually, because you gave me the color story, I decided since we're going with kind of like basic things, I'm going to also give you kind of a basic Disney trivia quiz in our segment, Were You Paying Attention? (sighs) Cue that music. All right, E. So I have 10 questions for you here about our movie Tarzan. All of you at home, feel free to answer along. I'm not feeling too good about myself, so let me have a win. All right. Coddle me like the monkey moms. Speaking of win, our first question, what does Tarzan have to get to hang out with Turk and the other kid apes? The hair of an elephant. Correct. If you're taking the monkey mom approach, I appreciate it. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm not starting to stampede. Coddle, coddle, coddle. (laughs) Next question. When Kerchak pounds his chest in this movie, are his fists opened or closed? Closed open. So which of those two is the answer? Open? Open is correct. A fun fact about gorillas is when gorillas do pound their chest, they do keep their hands open when they're pounding their chest. However, in popular culture, when people emulate that, they always ball up their fists, which doesn't happen. Okay, which one sounds better? Fist balled or open? <laughs> all right next question 
so you don't self-harm more. <laughs> All right, next question is, who voices adult Tantor? Oh, I know, it's the guy. I was trying to think of the movies that we covered, what actors or actresses. <gasps> the, the dude from Dirty Dancing yep. who then gets spit on by Jurassic Park. <laughs> I don't know his name. His name is Wayne Knight. I would have also taken the answer, Newman from Seinfeld. Next question. Who is the first human Tarzan sees in this movie? Clayton. No. Jane? No. Her father. No. I ran out of humans. <laughs> I don't know. It's a trick question. His mommy. His mom and dad, yeah. That's <laughs> a trick question. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Okay. I do, I do have to admit they're starting to get harder. <laughs> Name two Disney character Easter eggs in this movie. Um, Mrs. Potts and Chips. All right. Can you name the third? You said name two. I named two. Done. There's ding, a ding, third. Ding, ding. Give me a ding. Give me I'll a give ding. you the ding. Okay. You got it. But there's a third. Can you name it? Just for funsies. Where is it? Because when in? we were watching it, I barely noticed it. Where does it come in? It's when Jane's father is held upside down and they're making things fall out of his pockets. Oh, I have no when idea. The monk, when the apes Does are... Does that make you fall out of his pocket? No. It is a stuffed animal. I don't know. Does... I don't it's know. a stuffed animal of a character in a movie that came right before Tarzan. Okay. How many different ways can I say I don't know? <laughs> the answer is little brother. A little beanbag version of Little Brother from oh. Mulan comes out of the professor's pocket. Okay. Which, yeah, when I was watching it, like you only see it for like a split second and you mm. cannot tell that's he what has it some is. Deep pockets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next question What wasn't one of the images Tarzan flipped through on the projector? Okay. Was it A, a narwhal, B, penguins, C, a walrus, or D, sumo wrestlers? penguin is that your final answer mm -hmm. <laughs> that is correct okay. <laughs> i was trying to think of things that were all similar to each other i don't know why the sumo wrestler got into that next that's insulting all right next question who is tarzan supposed to meet when they get to england the queen because i hear she's nice queen victoria yes, yes. and two other people darwin mm-hmm and somebody else. Yes. <laughs> Who is that person? Starts with an E? No. Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah! No. <laughs> it's not Elton. It's Kipling, the author of A Jungle Book, which was oh, a little clever. Jungle Book Easter egg. Yeah. Clever. Next question. Mm -hmm. Who else is in the brig with Tarzan, the professor, and Jane? The captain. And? The first mate. Yeah. The crew. The crew. <laughs> captain and the crew. Which one of Tarzan's arms gets shot? The left. The right. The right. <laughs> you got all, got all his arms. <laughs> the left. Left final answer? Yes. Wrong. <laughs> it's his right. I mean right. <laughs> and last question. Okay. I had to do it because I always do. No! I had it slip question. out of the movie a little bit, which... It might be in the end credits. I don't remember. Okay, but okay, get to We it, didn't get watch to it. the end credits. Who sings the Trashing the Camp song with Phil Collins on the soundtrack? Rosie O'Donnell. I guess that's technically correct for the uh, actual 
version, but they do a cover of it. I don't know. All right, I'll give you a clue. <sighs> it's a late 90s, early 2000s boy pop group. Hanson. Oh, man. I was like, there's only like three possible, <laughs> four possible Don't answers. trash the camp now. Uh, that's incorrect, though. <laughs> <laughs> Want to try again? No. Backstreet Boys. Oh, no. Insync. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, what a way to go out. <laughs> oh, I thought I got it with the song and everything. <laughs> Oh, you did okay. I you did, did okay. okay. Front loaded. I'll be like the monkey mom. Yeah. You did okay. Come stop your crying. It'll be all right. <laughs> you. you suck at trivia. Hold me tight. No. No, you're actually good. You did great. Thanks. I'll take it. I'm not causing stampedes or pirates to come kill anybody, so I'm fine. True. All right, Kay, I think I know, but what would you rate this movie and would you recommend it? I think Tarzan is a great addition to the Disney animated franchise, but I think also, too, it does a great job of ending the Disney renaissance and showing people the ingenuity and the art design in the movie and um, the use of sound and music to create a whole fun experience that a couple movies coming up after this uh, seem to lack. And it, mm -hmm. so it definitely, it's a must-see and it's definitely one of my favorite Disney movies. So if I were to give this movie a single word rating. How would you give this movie a single Oh, let's just all be honest. We all know it's coming, folks. Turn your volume down. I'm going to give it a... Yeah. <laughs> she did not want you to do it. She's like, don't do it. I'm going to give it a... Plus. Because get a Disney Plus. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I think it's probably one of my favorite Disney movies because it's not so much playing into like the prince and the princess narrative. So I would give this one America Ninja jungler wait that was bad let me try nice as well <laughs> nope you only get one ah american ninja All jungler right. e should they watch this movie Yes, you should watch this movie. All right, so we want to thank you all for joining mm -hmm. us. But before we go, mm -hmm. E, do you want to tell me what the next movie we're going to watch? So, What's the next Disney movie we're going to watch? <laughs> um, I was thinking about it, and I wanted to kind of, well, we're making a hard left out of the G-land and going to the R-land. Going to the G-string land. <laughs> right? Because Valentine's Day is coming up. So what better movie to watch than a horrible romance movie? We're going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. No! <laughs> I think it's about time. <laughs> about time we dive into a movie that we both know we don't like oh gosh well if 
you want to check that out, join <laughs> us next time on What Should We Watch with K&E. Make sure to join us on Twitter at WSW Watch Podcast or on Facebook or Instagram at What Should We Watch Podcast to answer questions, watch our fun posts, and look for news for our podcast coming mm -hmm. up. We're on episode 18, so we're Ooh. fast approaching our 10th episode don't well 20th episode don't forget to like share and subscribe give us some five star love wherever you can and tune in next time for another edition of what should we watch a sticky edition of <laughs> what sticky. should we watch okay but it's not as sticky as it should have been well we'll find out next time on what should we watch with k and e bye tune in oh you did the, 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 the. All right, I'm hungry.